Hello guys and welcome back to the Versatile Health Podcast. Today we are talking about building the booty. So everything to do with helping build your bum, um, shape it up and make it so that you feel fantastic looking at it. And today I've got a special guest, a very special guest called Hebe Hoyne. Follow her on Instagram, there will be tags below on how to do that. She is a good friend and she has an incredible social media that talks through pretty much everything we're going to cover, but we're going to go into even more depth today. Um, so do check her out if you haven't already. And if you're listening because of her, my name's Nick and I run a page called Versatile PT. I'm basically just focused purely on fat loss, but I'm also pretty good experience at building people's bums and have a large array of girls' photos on my phone that I've helped to change the booties of. I know that sounds dodgy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, so we're going to dive straight in. So we wanted to kind of cover a few things to do with building the bum and kind of bust a few myths, give you guys some clarity on what it is um, you guys should be focusing on if you're new to this or if you've kind of hit a bit of a plateau. So I'm going to let Hebe chime in now. Um, we're going to start off with what you think are the three key things you should be doing when trying to build a bum. Okay, so obviously it is difficult. There's so many things that you hear. There's so many things that people tell you you should and shouldn't be doing. I'm going to run through the three exercises that I think are the best thing to, and the best exercises to grow and um, work your bum as well as your legs. Don't forget that. This is, yeah, if you want a big bum, you need to understand that you are going to grow your legs as well, okay? It's not going to be either or. All right. Um, so first things first is I personally think that deadlifts are a massive, massive exercise and a huge input to any glute growth. Um, from personal experience, all of these exercises are going to be from personal experience. Um, and I'm not saying that I have got a big booty. <laughs> However, I am saying that it is something that I personally do believe has helped me and also some of my clients. But yeah, first thing, deadlifts. I, a lot of people will go into sumo deadlifts. I personally struggle with them. Um, however, I do believe that they also are a great exercise for growing your glutes. So I just do standard conventional deadlifts. Number two, I would probably say is gonna be a hip thrust or a glute bridge, which I'm sure Nick is probably gonna agree with. They are just absolutely brilliant. You really wanna make sure you're focusing through your heels, okay? You wanna directly put the pressure through your heels rather than through your toes. Remember, your toes are here, and you're, well, I know you can't see this, but your toes are your toes, and your heels are your heels, okay? I always say it to people, and they start doing it through their toes, yeah, through, their, yeah. through your heels, okay? And oh, number three, well, this is so hard picking my three fave. I'd say probably for me, reverse lunges. Um, I've started doing them probably about a year ago, just with a barbell. You want to make sure you're working at a, a relatively heavy weight. If you're struggling at um, kind of doing the reverse lunges by stepping back and then stepping into the exercise. I would just keep it as a static lunge because a lot of people really struggle with balance. But really focus on, really like think about your glutes and push your glutes up into the exercise, okay? So that's one thing. Listen and think about your bum, okay? Just on that point, like the, for me, the biggest misconception people do when training would be forgetting to actually like feel the muscle. So like even outside of glute training, I'm going to use the example as a bicep curl. Without a weight, 110%, if you hold your bicep curl position for 30 seconds, you're going to feel a cramp. That's with no weight. Yet people will grab a weight 
and not be able to do that because they're not firing things. The same needs to apply to your bum. Like when you're, when you're at the top of your hip thrust, you need to be squeezing those cheeks together like there's no tomorrow. And I use this orphan an analogy with people because it like, it really makes sense. And that is, imagine someone's just tried to put a finger in there and you don't like that. You know, some people do, that's up to you, but you <laughs> don't like that. You squeeze those cheeks together as a no entry thing. Like you don't want anyone near that. And you want to imagine doing that every single rep to the point where it almost feels like it's going to cramp. And that's what creates the burning feeling. Um, but that's also going to be the thing that changes your, your glute growth the most is like feeling the muscle, turning it on, getting it firing to its biggest point. So that for me is like rule 101, uh, rule one is just focus on that. And then the rest will come. So that's where, you know, Hebe said some amazing exercises. I personally would always say um, hip thrust um, would be my go-to. But interestingly, um, there's some recent science that's been put out that kind of disrupts the Brett Contreras hip thruster king. Don't know if you've seen this. Um, he basically is known as, you know, the, the is he the glute guy? Glute guy, yeah, yeah. Glute guy. Um, and he was like the inventor, I guess, or like the guy that started really pushing hip thrusts for glute growth. And they are still very good, but back squats are equally as good um, according to the muscle activation from more recent studies. So don't, basically what I'm trying to say is don't miss out on things, but I agree with Hebe on a lot of things. Sumo deadlifts um, are very, very hard technically to get right. You need a lot of mobility and a lot of people get them wrong. So sticking to a more conventional one is probably going to be optimal but like Hebe's mentioned you know tense at the top uh, single leg exercise be it a lunge a Bulgarian split squat um, is always going to be incredibly good uh, single leg leg press for your glute growth because you, your bum is your stabilizer or parts of your bum are your stabilizer for your hips so if your hip is slipping out your bum needs to engage to keep it there so you're going to be working that to a phenomenal level for me, Bulgarian split squats outside of hip thrusts are number two. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's foot elevated on like a bench or something higher and you put all your weight basically through one, one leg. Um, absolutely nuts. I hate them. And the worst exercise ever. They're like so bad, but then they will absolutely transform things for you. Um, I can't remember the last time I did that and didn't feel it in my bum. Like I, for me, I haven't got you know the world's strongest glutes because... Sadly, I don't have to take pictures of it that often, um, <laughs> but Bulgarian split squats will flip that for you. Hip thrusts, I guess, I don't know whether you agree, but so Hebe obviously mentioned uh, drive through your heels. The other key thing for me is keep your chin on your chest. Like a lot of people get this wrong. So again, stupid analogy, but give yourself the best double chin you can give yourself because keeping your chin on your chest will keep your back neutral, which in turn means you can push through your hips more and squeeze your glutes more. A lot of people who don't do that and kind of lean their head back, I'm doing this visually <laughs> and you guys can't see it, but they lean their head back and that arches your lower back um, and basically reduces the amount of growth uh, in your bum. Would you agree with that? And is there anything else you want to add to like a hip thrust, for example? Um, yeah, definitely. Kind of following on from that, really ensure that you are tucking your pelvis underneath before you start the exercise as well. And that really will ensure to keep your spine straight. A lot of people, I, I also find when I do that at the beginning, I, I'm starting to activate my glutes before I've done the yeah, exercise. Lower down in the so, range. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So 
actually when I'm coming down from my, my hip thrust or my glute bridge, let's say glute bridge, because obviously hip thrust, you are obviously raised and you are off. Yeah. Um, it, say I'm doing it as a glute bridge from the floor. The first thing that touches the floor is my back. Once I'm coming down, it's my back. It's not my bum, okay? And that's a, another big misconception, similar to kind of what you were saying. Really make sure you have that posterior kind of tilt underneath first before you start the exercise. Always. I think it's important to mention as well, because I didn't say it at the start, Hebe is an incredible PT. So the reason why she's using some of this cool terminology is because she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> so she's also a good person to listen to in that, you know, there's a lot of people who will give you misinformation um, and just tell you to do the movement. You want to kind of stop just doing the movement and start to actually feed things better. And doing these technique tweaks will be massively beneficial for you. So we've kind of covered one of the uh, biggest mistakes um, and that is not feeling it in the muscle. Um, the second kind of correlates with that for me anyway, is that, you know, building too much momentum. So if you build too much momentum when you're trying to do any weights, really, the activation is less. So if you're looking predominantly for aesthetic change, so you're looking to look better, you need to be um, slowing things down and making sure that those things work, which also kind of comes into line with not using too much weight. Now, there comes a place where you need to do lower reps with much higher weight, but there also comes a place where you need to do higher rep and much lower weight. Um, what have you seen the most benefit from Hebe in your training and work, working with clients too? Um, so again, I think for me, and something that I always try and say to my clients is the best thing that I personally think in my in my uh, own progression is mixing it up so yeah. i do I, I definitely um i i definitely do high reps and i definitely do high weight and i and i really do try and mix it up um but i i completely agree in slowing things down and controlling the movement i really think that people take it's really difficult because you don't want to take the weight too 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 light sorry and rush through them reps and it be too easy but you like you said you also don't want to go too heavy and actually you only be able to do one two three reps every workout um so it's really trying to get a a kind of medium um in in the way that you're training and like i said my 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 biggest thing would just say would be mixing it up making yeah. sure you're doing different things each time um i'm not saying different exercises i'm just saying different rep ranges and different weights as well absolutely and that's kind of where like the help from a coach or a plan will massively help you because it gives you structure so you see a lot of people and you guys listen to this might be those people who go to the gym um and they plan their workout while they're there and they just get it done and that can work if you've got some level of um knowledge behind you but as a basic goal, um, you want to be hitting, it's quite hard, but the, the goal is between 30 and 90 reps. This is how broad the, <laughs> the goals are. 30 and 90 reps per muscle group. So that's through a range of exercises. So if you did 15 reps and four sets of glute bridges, you then might want to do 10 reps of four with Bulgarian split squats and then hit it again from another angle. So for those of you who DM, I don't know whether you get them, I'm sure you get way more than me, but get DMs of what do I need to do to gr grow my glutes or what workout plan should I use or what do you do? You need to start and remember that, you know, everyone's in different positions. So if you can't feel your bum, you could do, 150 reps every workout and you might not see as much growth as the person who does 60 um, two to three times a week 
you guys need to realize that there's a lot more variables. So a good plan of action is going to be, as Hebe said, you need to be doing a few of the higher rep ranges, a few sets of the lower rep ranges. So for me, I'm going to use the hip thrust example. If you do five or six sets of hip thrusts, you might do two sets at 12 reps. Um, then you might go a little bit heavier and you might start going into like your yeah, five to eights for two to three sets. Then you might work back down as like a bit of a pyramid again. That can work well, um, especially if you're shorter for time. Or you don't want to do that many different variants of exercises. That way you're hitting lots of different rep ranges. You're getting the sets up. You're feeling it in different ways in the muscle. You're basically hitting a lot of different angles of the things that you need to create growth. What do you think? Yeah, 100%. I think that that's probably the easiest way of adding that into a workout rather than kind of trying to split it too much you don't want to over uh, is working out is is you're working your mind as well you don't want to overpower your head with too many exercises too many um rep ranges you want to be able to kind of make sure that your workout flows you don't want it to kind of come to a, a stop and um, so i think that that definitely is the best way to incorporate that into your workouts rather than actually don't get me wrong if you want to have one essentially strength day and one hypertrophy day or however you want to split it you can do that but I definitely think that that is the most um yeah it's just I think it's just the best way to do it like that yeah and as I say that's where getting a good structured plan um, rather than just making it up as you go along is going to kind of absolutely dramatically increase the results that you get having that structure um, and that guidance will definitely definitely help you I guess that kind of leads on to that third biggest mistake which is too much exercise selection like there's so much that will grow your glutes like you need to not get confused with that um, and that's where you know social media can confuse things because there are people that post content with eight to ten videos in one exercise uh, sorry in, in one routine uh, but they only do three sets of it and they might you know do things slightly differently remember not everything you see in that respect is going to be what those people do um me and Hebe had a great conversation before we started about you know some people who we see who who have been honest about what they train and it's not what they post so you guys need to take everything you see with a pinch of salt and to be honest i find trial and error you can try something and you will know at that time whether that feels right or like that beneficial. Like I said, Bulgarian split squats. I do those, my ass hurts straight away. I do a hip thrust, my bum is going to feel that straight away. And it's going to feel it the next day. If you are then told to do, I don't know, high knees on a step, you know, and someone's put that into their hip or their glute routine, you know deep down that's probably not going to be that beneficial for you. Sure, absolutely. I completely agree, definitely. Perfect. So I get a lot of DMs. And again, you probably get um, a lot as well. Can you build your glutes, lose weight um, and tone and define everything all at the same time? You go. So it is probably one of the biggest misconceptions in the industry. Or actually, to be honest, I don't know if it's a misconception because I think it truly, personally, it truly uh, depends on who you are and your genetics for a start. So first thing is going to be anything that, um, yeah, everything is completely different. Your metabolism, your lifestyle, your job. And I think people need to also remember that actually something that we speak about a lot, obviously, is um, getting your exercise in outside of the gym. And I think that people need to obviously incorporate that as well. Um, but 
yeah, I completely think it depends on the type of body you have and the way that you also work out. Um, it's going to take, if you want to do it like that, it, it is going to work, but it is going to take a very, very, very long time. However, if that's the way that you want to work it, I believe you can do it as yeah. long as you just take that time. Yeah, 100%. So there's a few things you guys need to think about. Your protein level needs to be high enough, right? I'm not going to be this guy who bodes on about protein completely, but protein builds muscle. So that will come from many different forms, your food, your supplements, if you decide to supplement and everything else. You guys need to be getting a high level of protein in. Now, when you're trying to lose weight, you can get high levels of protein in. And in fact, you probably should because it'll make you feel fuller anyway. So that will help you build the lean you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight, which in turn, on top of building muscle and creating hypertrophy, which is building muscle, you um, are going to look more toned by losing weight and building muscle. So it's very important that you guys do realize that like you said, if you get all of those variables correct, you're trying to lose weight and you get your protein right, you will build muscle in your glutes if that's your focus, but it will take you longer. Um, and again, all the variables that come into it, are you feeling those exercises? Are you progressing those exercises in terms of weight sets and reps? Like you, there's so much you guys need to, need to consider. So if you look at before and after photos of some people, there are phenomenal results within a year. But then there's also a very average results over two to three years. Because again, genetics do play a part and a lot of people do forget that. So next time you guys are thinking of DMing someone saying, what's the best bum routine? You just rethink things um, and rethink your wording because, you know, your best is going to be very different to potentially mine or, or Hebe's. So it's very important to, to remember that everyone's journey is slightly different. Absolutely. And that, I think that's one thing that, um, especially even from my past, before I was a PT and before I was a trainer, I, I was saying to Nick earlier that I used to follow these routines that were on social media and I had no idea. And it, again i do i i've done them exercises that i followed for years now because i now have realized that actually some of them do work for me but i still don't look like that person who i wanted to look like three years ago yeah. however you again we we all evolve and we all grow up and we all understand that actually that's not how things work um but actually if you're not in the, this industry and you're not a, a coach perhaps i don't know you actually might not know that 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 physically is i'm not saying it's impossible but for some for some people for some things i'm not going to look like someone else because we just are genetically not the same and i think that that's really really important is you need to take that in and take it almost take a take a step down and go okay actually i might not look like that person ever <laughs> but i will get to the best version of myself and i will and i will work on that and that's something that i think a lot of people don't realize especially when they're not in the fitness industry at the moment yeah, I think, you know, you've touched on an amazing point, which was, you know, social media is a highlight reel and everyone says this now. It's like this kind of modern day, like quote, I guess, but it really is like, there's some people who post some incredible stuff. There's some people who post some crap stuff and there's some people that will lie to you for the sake of likes and following, but you guys need to be able to filter through that. So, you know, 
working out what works for you and what doesn't and don't just bounce from plan to plan that's another thing super important don't go three weeks on one thing three weeks on another because that's not enough time to see a change find the one that pr proves that it works and follow that and if it doesn't work for you that's cool then you start to adapt things um, but don't take everything you see on social media don't adapt things too much um, and look for the the ways that things work i did this um i guess quite deep tweet for me really the other day which was don't focus on the variables you can't control right so the the thought process behind that tweet was different and I explained that in that but in this instance you want to think right what can I control when trying to build my bum and the first thing you can control is whether you go to the gym or not second thing is whether you work out well or not and that's from creating a good plan or buying a good plan, working with a good coach, following the right things, right? That's number two. Number three, can you eat enough protein? You need to be doing that to build muscle, so do that. <laughs> like, can you control that? Yes, so you've got to do that. But the things you can't control is how long it's gonna take if you don't do those things. You can't control whether your gym has the latest glute thing that this <laughs> has just told you is going to be absolutely insane for building your glutes. You know, you can't control that, so stick to the basics. Um, there's a lot of things you can't control, so focus on the things you can control, and it might take you a few months to notice a change, but if you focus religiously and consistently on the things you can, you will be able to control the outcome, and that's what people forget. I think also a lot of people, especially if they're someone that has been going to the gym for a long time and feels like they know the gym, essentially, um, don't be afraid to actually get a plan from someone because I would always, I, I'm obviously very lucky that my boyfriend is obviously a trainer and I will always, always, always get him to do me a plan because I, I, I just, I love having a plan. I think it works. I think that it, it, it's just, it's just so good mentally as well. You go in, you know what you're doing and, and it's as simple as that. And I think sometimes people get a bit like, um, embarrassed that they should know what they're doing so don't have that about you it's definitely honestly it's so worth it and whoever you get it from as long if it works for you it, it, it works for you and that that is what I think anyway yeah that's a completely valid point like coaches have coaches there's a reason coaches are is like having a coach is a job like having a PT and everything else it's because the value is there it will fast forward your results. That's why we have jobs, right? So to think that your knowledge is above that, it's the same in most of life. There's always someone who's gonna know more than you, or who's going to help you better than you're going to help yourself, because they'll call you out on your stuff. Like, you haven't been eating enough protein, or you know, you've been doing too light hip thrust for too long. We've been doing hip thrust and not tensing your bum for the last six months, that's why you haven't seen a change have don't as you say don't underestimate the ability of having that yeah definitely. so hebe earlier mentioned an amazing point um which we didn't really cover because we got onto you know into something else but you need to remember that you're going to be shaping your legs as well as your bum so doing some of these exercises is going to work your bum as well but i wanted to touch on this because it's it's forgotten a lot and that is the other parts of your body will shape how your bum looks so if you have toned hamstrings so you do your romanian deadlifts normal deadlifts hamstring curls all of those it's going to create a nice little dip right underneath your bum which is then going to make your bum look bigger if you have slightly you know more defined and toned legs it's going to make your bum look bigger from a side angle if you have tighter abs it's going to make your bum look bigger 
So working on those things, and Hebe's a massive advocate of this, which is amazing. Working other parts of your body is also important because you can shape, you're like an artist. You can reshape how your body looks, even if there isn't that big a change. So building your upper body, bringing in your waist through dieting and working your bum will create more of an hourglass figure. Absolutely. Your bum might be two inches bigger, but it's going to look five inches bigger because you've done that. 100%. I think especially, like you said, the back is a massive, massive part of that. And it's especially um, if you have not got a, a small waist, I do not have, uh, I, I'm, I do not have very wide hips. I'm, I'm not someone who has a very curvy body. Um, but actually that is one thing is that working back and everything else obviously um, but working my back specifically I definitely feel has helped um, actually make like you said make my bum look actually slightly bigger which doesn't sound right but it, it is <laughs> it, is it right. works it really does it <laughs> and that's the cool thing is you know you can get into as many different positions on um, in your photos to make it look bigger but if you actually want it to look and be bigger you know, these are all great examples of how to do that. Um, and we wouldn't be telling you them if they didn't work. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so on to glute activation. So I 100% struggle, for it. again, personally, I am very more um, a quad-focused person. I think that's from dancing. I think that I definitely, definitely have to really, as we've been saying, really focus on thinking about my glutes when I train them. Um, and I definitely think that there are some exercises for glute activation that uh, work for me and definitely uh, will wake up my glutes however it is not going to grow your glutes okay so and I think that is the big misconception I'm not saying that it doesn't work in getting a burn because it does um, and I'm not saying it doesn't work in warming them up essentially it, it, you should see it as a warm-up it is not your exercise um, and that's kind of where your weight needs to then come into it after that after your glute um, activation that is when your weight needs to come in and and unfortunately from there on that is the stuff that's going to grow your glutes yeah so this is something we kind of spoke about before um, jumping on this podcast we wanted to cover is that you know there's a lot of stuff out there that gets a lot of interaction on socials that you guys will see and to, to be honest you just can't escape and that is the new trend of glute activation exercises and that's you know things like using resistance bands which absolutely have their place and I've got a bundle in my bag that I keep in the gym for myself, for my clients, and I encourage clients to buy. But there's specific reasons why you would use them. So like Hebe said, for warming up and activating, the, the key is in the name. Like we're talking about crab walks, clams, all of these kind of things, to an extent frog pumps, all of these kind of things. If you don't know what they are, check out um, our Instagrams because there will be posts of these. And... They are exactly as they say, activation. So you can use them to make it so that you can feel the hip thrust more. You can use them to create a little bit more mobility or whatever in the hips so that you can feel those um, glute exercises that little bit more. But one thing I wanted to mention is I like them also as a um, kind of post fatigue exercise. So in a lot of things we do, we'll have like finishers or whatever it might be. So. A really good example that I'd like to use is like, you know, you might have done some hip thrusts, you might have done your Bulgarian split squats or reverse lunges. In between the sets of those hip thrusts, reverse lunges, whatever you do, you might decide to do one of these activation exercises. So what you're basically doing in simple terms is you're 
uh, firing that glute so that it's fatiguing quicker, but it's also turning on more muscle fibers so that when you next do the hip thrusts, then you're going to feel that more and it's going to fatigue quicker because that's kind of what we're trying to aim for. So you guys should be using those things, but not excessively using them. So if you have never done a Bulgarian spit squat, a reverse lunge, a uh, hip thrust or a back squat, or you don't do that many sets or reps of them, but you do 500 reps of these glute activation exercises for 30 minutes, and you're looking and wondering why things aren't going to plan, you are basically, you know, we've just told you why. Uh, yeah. I mean, put simply, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, that's one thing that I kind of want to get across is that we're not saying not to do this. It is just, it, as as Nick said, it is in the name. It is a warm up, and and if you want to do it as a burnout, brilliant. But there is going to be no glute growth from this. I am afraid. I'm sorry to break it to you. Yeah, stop wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> so that covers everything we wanted to cover with Booty Building 101. You literally should not have left this podcast without thinking, I know what I need to do to improve. Um, there's nothing we've missed, or at least we can't think of anything. So if any of you have any questions, both of our DM boxes are open, um, whether that be for help with online coaching or whether it's just advice based off this podcast to help you guys to, to get your um, progress that little bit further forward. We are here to help you. Our social media tags are below. If you don't already follow one or both of us, you definitely should because there's some amazing content going out, especially from Evie um, on what a couple of times a day um, <laughs> trying to help you guys. So don't miss out. Um, and as always, if you have any questions, just let us know. Amazing. See you later, guys.